0: All right, Assalamu Alaikum, family. It's your brother Ben X. Welcome back to the Brother Ben X podcast with our dear brother, Dr. Wesley Muhammad. And today he's going to be sharing a preview of his coronavirus um, research and report. Uh, we have many questions that we're going to get into today. Um, he got a couple articles that we're also going to get into today. And if there's any questions that you guys have that he's able to answer at this time, we can get into that later as well. Uh, we know many people are worried about the coronavirus. Many people are seeking guidance. There's also much misinformation out there as well. Everybody is sharing their conspiracy theory. Um, and we are taught in the Quran that we should be careful about sharing that type of news from unrighteous people as we share it and be sorry for what we did. So I have been waiting personally on someone like a Dr. Wesley Muhammad who is known for scholarship. To bring out the information before I share any of my personal opinions. So, at this time, Dr. Wesley, for those who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself.
1: In the most holy name of Allah, who most definitely came in a person of Master Fard Muhammad, to whom all holy praises are forever due. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah. And I bear witness that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is his living and exalted Christ. And I bear witness that the honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan is their divine reminder, God's apostle, God's Messiah. In our midst, and their names, um, dear brother Ben, I, I greet you and I greet your wonderful audience with the greeting words of peace of As-Salaam-Alaikum. Uh, I am just your brother. One striving hard to be at the very least inadequate helper of God's man. And I miss the honorable... Brother Minister Farrakhan, but if I were to have my greatest desire, then I would be a helper of his with whom Allah is well pleased.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we want to start off with a... uh, Do you want to start off with the questions or do you want to go into uh, your documents first?
1: Well, Brother Ben, I would like to Make an opening statement, if I
0: may. Yes, sir.
1: Do we have sufficient audience just yet?
0: Yes, sir. We got about 96 people tuned in. First,
1: I am deeply saddened. We in the nation of Islam are deeply saddened by the loss of the life of our dear brother, the East Coast Regional Minister, the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan, our dear brother, Student Minister, Abdul Hafiz Mohammed, We lost him today to the coronavirus. We pray that his family, God keeps his wife, his children, God keeps and strengthens the believers of Mohammed Mars number seven in New York City. It can never be said that the coronavirus is not real. But it must be said that more real than the coronavirus is God himself. Now, dear brother Ben, if you will put up the final call newspaper.
0: All right, it's up.
1: For those who are familiar with our paper and all of us should be, you know that for 40 years, coming up out of the corner of the Final Call newspaper has been that trumpet. The Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan put the trumpet coming out of the corner of the paper, following the instructions of his teacher, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. For 40 years, the trumpet came out of the corner of the paper. But for 40 years, that trumpet has always been Not necessarily the paper, but the person, the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan. He has been that trumpet for 40 years now. At the close of February, we in the Nation of Islam and many of you with us, we blessed and honored to celebrate our annual Savior's Day. Part one in Detroit, the subject, the title of the subject of the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan was the unraveling of a great nation. The following week, we were blessed to have the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan with us again to deliver part two to his Savior's Day message. Jesus is the key. Why do I say this in the context of this discussion? When the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan concluded his his talk to us on Sadius Day part two in Chicago when he dismounted that rostrum the trumpet was silenced a weak after he dismounted that rostrum a week or so, every two weeks, on March 18th, there was a 5.7 magnitude earthquake in Salt Lake City. Now, most of us may know that Salt Lake City is the capital of the Mormons, the Church of Latter-day Saints. What many may not know is the theology of the Nation of Islam and the theology of the Church of Latter-day Saints or the Mormons are so similar structurally such that one of the leading scholars, Mormon scholars, reached out to your brother. Go ahead. Reached out to your brother several years ago, wanting to use my scholarship, which is scholarship always to vindicate the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, he wanted to use my scholarship in his book, Vindicating Mormon Theology. That's how structurally similar the theology of the Nation of Islam and the theology of the Mormon Church is. But on March 18th, the 5.7 earthquake, A five point seven earthquake hit the capital of the Mormon church, Salt Lake City. Shalom Alaikum. lake, Was this an emergency? I appreciate it. I'm I'm on the show right now. I call you back. I guess so. when the 5.7 magnitude earthquake struck Salt Lake City, there, the main temple in the city was topped by an angel, the angel Morani, a very important angelic figure in the theology of the Mormon church. This angel stood atop the temple in Salt Lake City Holding a trumpet. When the earthquake. Struck. Salt Lake City. It knocked the trumpet. Out of the hand of the angel. When the honorable. Brother Minister Farrakhan. Saw that. He conveyed to us. On his executive council. That when he saw that. His words were, yes, sir, dear apostle. Mm. He took that as a sign from his Lord and our Lord that after blowing the trumpet for 40 years, the trumpet is not to sound anymore. So, when he dismounted the rostrum on Savior's Day, part two, 40 years of sounding the trumpet came to a close. And it was immediately after that that the world was gripped, was seized in a way. That it has not been. It was after that, after the trumpet stopped sounding. That this country and all of us in it, black, white, yellow, red, brown, all of us in it have been seized by the terror, the fear, the panic, the policies originating from the coronavirus. When the messenger of God, when the trumpet With silence, all hell broke loose in this country. I think that is the most important context with which to understand what is going on and everything that we will say, certainly everything that I would say, going forward, must be understood in that context. And I will close with these words from the Quran, Brother Ben, words that the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan has given to us to reflect on, to understand exactly what we're dealing with now and what to do. The last chapter of refuge, Allah says in the chapter entitled The Men, it reads in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful say, I seek refuge in the Lord of men the King of men, the God of men from the evil of the whisperings of the slinking devil who whispers into the hearts of men from among the men and the jinn, but another, not but and another, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, say, I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn. Listen to these words. I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn. The dawn is the darkest hour. Dawn is on the cusp between night and day. And because it's on the cusp of the previous night in the incoming day, it's the darkest. I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn from the evil of that which he Has created. And from the evil of intense darkness when it comes, and from the evil of those who cast evil suggestions and firm resolution, and from the evil of the envier when he envies. I want to just lift and emphasize what's said here. We are to seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn from the evil. Who's evil? It says from the evil that he, God, has created. Mm. Seek refuge in this day, the day of the dawn. Seek refuge in Allah from the evil that he has created. How does Allah create evil? He is not evil. How does Allah create evil? He creates evil by creating evil men. And through the evil that man's hands has wrought, Allah takes credit for that evil. And in this day, we have to seek refuge in Allah. From evil that he has created through the hands of evil men. So I will stop there, brother Ben.
0: I want to ask for those who don't understand what that means when we say uh, seek refuge in Allah. What does that mean? What are we asked, What are we to do uh, when we say that?
1: Yeah, That's very important. Because the world is panicking, America is panicking, black people are now coming to terms with something we, too many of us have been in denial of for the last couple of weeks. Tragedy is forcing us to come to terms with it, and so now we are starting to panic. What does seek refuge in the Lord of the Dawn mean? But the Lord of the Dawn, brother Ben, is only the true and living God, Allah, who came in the person of Master. Muhammad and in this hour of intense darkness there is no more important knowledge to convey to black people than that fact right there why be for some religious set tripping purposes no because the only chance that we have in this hour The only chance we have in not being a casualty of this war, President Trump calls this a war against an an invisible enemy. And he is right. The only way we can avoid being a casualty of this war is to recognize and obey the God that has come. We can wear our masks and I do. We can wear our gloves and we can sanitize our hands. We can shelter in place. We can and we should do all of that. But the truth that we are finding out about this virus, virus incrementally, We can walk up into a space with no one in it thinking we're safe. But from maybe 30 minutes ago somebody with the virus just spoke. Hmm. We now know that the virus is transmissible. It's what they call aerosolized, not just by droplets, but there's evidence that it is aerosolized such that speaking can expose the environment to the virus from one who has it. So we can walk into an area we think is safe because ain't nobody in it and not know that we've encountered the invisible enemy. This thing has been made such that, and this isn't fear-mongering, we're going to get to that. But Allah allowed the devil to make something so dastardly that with all of our best efforts on this level, and we should continue them, with all of our best efforts, there are loopholes in all of that such that our only chance is to turn to the God who has come to save us from This man of evil from whose hands evil proceeds and from whose hands this evil has proceeded. So obey, obey how? Obey the instructions that were given by him. Our best chance of surviving this pandemic is following the divine guidance that has been given to us. Then none of us have Been real faithful And following So what does seek refuge in Allah means It means stop putting rivals up To the Honorable Elijah Muhammad I want to say that real directly It means stop putting your rivals up Stop making your teachers Stop making your food gurus an alternative to the honorable Elijah Muhammad and what he taught Mm -hmm. in this day to exchange God's guidance for anything else. To set up any rival to the honorable Elijah Muhammad. And how he has guided the black man and woman through the honorable brother minister Farrakhan to set up any rival to them and what they taught in their guidance. That's probably sure death.
0: From the, the, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan uh, thus far has Well, I'm pretty sure if they watched a webcast, but for those who didn't, what guidance has come from him or even the council on what we should be doing as far as I know people say, hey, store water, store food. Is there any extra thing that we should be doing outside of what, you know, the CDC has sent down?
1: Well, the honorable brother, Minister Farrakhan. First. Has instructed us to follow the instructions of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in terms of disaster preparedness. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad prepared the nation for such a disaster as this. He gave us clear instructions of what to store in our homes For 90 days. While the world is panicking. Well not the world. But America is panicking. Looking for toilet paper. So the symbol of this pandemic. Has been toilet paper. As if we can eat toilet paper. Not that. Storing up on toilet paper. Isn't important. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave us a detailed list for disaster preparedness covering areas that toilet paper won't help us with that we need toilet paper. The list includes that which we need to survive 90 days in any disaster so first and foremost, the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan returned us to the instruction, the disaster, disaster preparedness instructions of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I suggest that our people, our larger community, should have that list, that itemized list of what to store in our home.
0: So many people ask me, Brother Ben Axe, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, And we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K. To 210-504-4094. will give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace.
1: To survive for 90 days. To the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan instructed us to obey the instructions of our federal, state, and local government in terms of how to protect ourselves. So long as the instruction does not conflict with our religion and none of the instructions that I have heard conflict with our religion, the minister guides us to obey And so where the states have shut down schools, where we have schools in those cities and those states, we have shut down the school as well. In the states where the social distancing mandates required suspension of religious services, We, too, in the Nation of Islam have suspended religious services. So the minister is guiding us to, regardless of what we think of our government, regardless of what we think of the CDC, if guidance comes down, If there are laws that come down that don't conflict with our religion, we should obey them.
0: Yes, sir. And so what I want to do, Dr. Weston, we're going to get in. We'll do the PowerPoint because I don't uh, we already have like a list of questions. So we'll get into your not a PowerPoint, but your articles that you want to touch on first and then we'll hit the questions. Right. So not,
1: not yet, because each one of those come at, at a particular time. Oh, okay. I did read um, the questions that you sent. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. There's a section of those questions identified as medical questions. Those questions are not for your brother. You and I should see medical counsel from those medically qualified. And I'm glad you sent that list because it's necessary to make this point. One of the most unfortunate developments that I have observed is too many people Teaching what they don't know. Mm -hmm. And this is not that hour. Too many people setting themselves up too quickly. As knowers. There are things we. Can know there are things we should gather. Mm -hmm. But. This virus was, for good reason, called novel coronavirus. I wonder does your audience, I'm sure it does, you have a brilliant audience, know what novel means. It means new. It means never before existing. So when this thing dropped, didn't it? The pandemic unfolded. It would have been better had most of us who are talking remained quiet and observe and try to figure out. But too many of us too quickly ran out with our ideas and our theories and. A lot of confusion has been created and ego is invested in what we have put out. And in this day, this is the dawn. This is the cusp between darkness and light. And it's very dangerous in this hour. So we should have never and we should never Be dogmatic. We should never act like we absolutely know. Though there's things we can know. But we should be humble. We should be careful. We should be careful, brother Ben. With what we say because Lives are being lost. And if we are persons who other people listen to us and will follow what we say to do or not do, then we have people's lives hanging in our balance. So we must be careful. We must be slow to pronounce. We must be slow to offer And when we offer, we must not offer beyond what we're qualified to offer. So the questions that came to me, this should go to a medically trained person. I would not answer those. I am not such a person qualified to answer medical questions. We have such persons in the nation of Islam. By Allah's grace. And I'm happy to pass medical questions on to those qualified to answer them. I am not such a one.
0: Yes, sir. Do you want to get to the uh the, the slides that you had sent me? <clears throat> so um
1: I do it this way. Usually when I until the last point. That's why I allowed myself to come before you and your audience with my desk not cleaned. Usually, I make sure my desk is spotless so I, I'm presentable to the world, but for a very definite reason. I have my papers here to make a point. We I have been preparing this report. I have been silent. I've been in the lab preparing this report. All of these papers are the documents that are being assembled. All of these are coronavirus documents, all of them. All of this is the material that I am assimilating into the report.
0: Wow, look at that. That's
1: what all of this is. That's why it's taking time. Because we're assimilating all of this information. We're vetting all of this information. All of this, brother Ben, all of these are documents, coronavirus documents. So nothing I say, as nothing you or we should say, should we say, if we don't have just documentary grounds to say it, vetable grounds to say it. So I've been silent because I've been in this stuff, assimilating all of this Detail. And that should be the process before we pronounce. Is it a virus? Is it not a virus? What role does 5G play? I've read a most irresponsible comment from a woke folk The comment said in words ain't no virus killing niggas it's 5G killing niggas. Mm. That was a profoundly Irresponsible. Comment? What are you saying, brother Dr. Wesley? It's going on. You got all of these papers. What are you saying? It's going on. The report that I am concluding and Allah willing will be submitting to the honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan soon. The gist of it is this, I'll summarize it like this. And if your audience has questions, you can interject, or if you have questions, you can interject. There is a a network. I'll start here. Well, I, I'll start here. What's most This stack of documents, brother Ben, this particular stack of of documents, do you know what these are? These are the post Post tabletop talk reports from 2001 to 2018. I'm sorry, 2019. The US government with John Hopkins University. Did you notice, Brother Ben, that the official tracker of the coronavirus is John's? Hopkins University mm. so whenever Mayor Cuomo or Governor Cuomo comes before the people and gives of New York and gives his press conference and gives the stats tracking the deaths it's always John Hopkins University tracker that is used why is that well for a very definite reason Johns Hopkins University and eventually the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they have been practicing the release in America and in the world, practicing the release of a super virus. They're called germ games. You heard of war games? But mm-hmm. well, this government since 2001 has been engaged in germ games. Simulations on how to respond to a biological attack. 2001, dark winter. 2005, Atlantic Storm. 2018, Clad X. 2019, Crimson Contagion and then Event 201. Now what's important about this, what's critically important about this brother Ben in audience, These simulations where the government simulated or government agencies, along with Johns Hopkins University and then eventually the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, These simulations, these simulated bioweapons, bioweapon attacks, what's very important is the virus used for the simulation and how the virus changed and why the virus changed when it did with the simulation. In Dark Winter, the first simulation in 2001, the virus used in the simulation was smallpox. Why was smallpox the germ of choice for this germ game because the US government had just weaponized smallpox mm. smallpox existed in two places on the planet in a, w, a world health organization reference laboratory two reference laboratories, World Health Organization reference laboratories. One in Russia, the biological warfare facility in Russia. The other, the biological warfare facility here in the U.S., specifically at the CDC. So only two sources had While smallpox, Russia and America, but America had weaponized, had succeeded in aerosolizing smallpox, making smallpox transmissible in the air. The U.S. Army did. And this is why the first germ gang simulated a smallpox attack. But then the germ games lost interest in smallpox, Brother Ben, and started simulating weaponized influenza, the flu. Why did these simulations switch germs? Why did the germ games switch germs from smallpox to, in 2001 to the flu? In 2005, Atlantic storm. It is because the US Army had just, just resurrected the 1918 Spanish flu virus. Mm. Now, note two observations. One I mentioned, if you watch the news, John Hopkins University is the official tracker of the coronavirus. The other observation is you always hear reference to the 1918 Spanish flu, even though the corona family of viruses are not flu viruses. These are very distinct families, but you are not always here reference to. The 1918 Spanish flu that killed upwards of 100 million people. Why? Well, this is why. The germ games switched its simulated virus from smallpox to influenza when the U.S. Army succeeded in reconstructing the Spanish flu virus. The army recovered fragments of the virus from a dead Alaskan woman. They extracted fragments of this deadly virus from her. She was frozen for 100 years and the army extracted some fragments of the virus from her in 19 or they announced it in 1998. By 2004, the U.S. Army succeeded in totally rebuilding the 1918 Spanish flu that killed Spanish flu virus that killed 100 million people, maybe, but had been disappeared for 100 years. Beginning in around 19, I'm sorry, 2004, the U.S. Army had in their possession the infamous virus of the 1918 Spanish flu. And with that in their hand, the germ game switched It simulated virus from smallpox to influenza. But nobody else had the influenza, reconstructed influenza brother Ben. The U.S. Army had it. So when the simulations, when the germ game Featured the flu virus instead of smallpox, the that can only be a simulation of a influenza bio attack that originated with the U.S. government. Okay, now we come to Crimson Contagion and Event. Now Crimson Contagion Began January 2019 It concluded Its report was released In October 2019 In October 2019 Another germ game or simulation Occurred event 201 Now what is important now is that Now, the germ that's being game-planned is no longer smallpox. It's no longer the flu. Now, the germ, the bioweapon that's being simulated in these 2019 germ games is coronavirus. Why? Because in 2015, something happened, Brother Ben. The reason these germ gamers lost interest in the flu as they previously lost interest to in smallpox is because in 2015, the super coronavirus, a super coronavirus, was genetically engineered. Mm. And so the simulated attacks featured now a super coronavirus. So get the point. The germ gaming that this government has been engaging in since 2001, the germ at the center of the game was always consistent with the germ that had been successfully weaponized by the US Army. And when the new weaponized germ emerged, the germ game featured that new weaponized virus. And the reason Crimson Contagion, the germ game of January 2019 and the reason Event 201, the germ game of October 2019, featured neither smallpox nor the flu, but featured coronavirus, is because from 2015, a partnership of international scientists successfully created a super-coronavirus now you can pull up those two um the two the ethical questions arise and the consensus pull up those two
0: images okay they up
1: what are these two one is an article from november 2015 the other is an article from March 2020 now I could have taken my pick brother Ben of all of these these documents when you ask me to send some documents well there's too many I'm not going to make this into that. So I selected just some key illustrative documents. And so I chose these two. Why? The first one, November 2015 from Vice. It's entitled, Ethical Questions Arise After Scientists Brew Super Powerful SARS 2.0 Virus. Get that language, SARS 2.0. Now, nah. one, what is SARS? Well, what are coronaviruses? They're RNA viruses, the common cold is caused by a human coronavirus. Other species have coronaviruses, but species or coronaviruses from other species such as bats. They never cross over to humans. Bats have an abundance of coronaviruses bats bite humans, but in that process, bats never transmit their their coronavirus to humans. The first time a bat coronavirus became infectious for humans was in 2003, SARS. We have the documentation, Brother Ben, that allows us to say with confidence, the 2002, 2003 SARS virus was artificially created. We got the documents of their experiments trying to create the SARS virus and we got the documents of their successful creation of the SARS virus. SARS was their first success and manipulating a back coronavirus such that it could infect human cells they created SARS and, and I will get to who that they is they created SARS in 2002 2003 we can show that with documentation And they released it in China. Then they, the next coronavirus, animal coronavirus that out the blue switched hosts, infected humans, was MERS, M-E-R-S. If you Google MERS, they will say that MERS Middle East. Respiratory Syndrome. Middle East because if you Google it, it would say Mears erupted in Saudi Arabia. Except we now know it didn't. Mears first erupted in Jordan. And why is that important? Saudi Arabia is a an ally of the U.S. and the state of Israel. So to place the outbreak of mirs in Saudi Arabia, nobody would suspect Israel. However, we now know that the outbreak of Mears began in Israel's enemy, Jordan. Jordan was the first Country that the MERS virus, another unique coronavirus that was genetically engineered, and we can show how it was done by manipulating the spike. Do you have an image, Brother Ben, of the coronavirus?
0: Uh, I can get one. Let
1: me get it. Get one and put that up, please. There is. Great evidence that the second coronavirus that was
0: you talking, talking about the one that has the, the gray and then all the red on the outside?
1: It doesn't matter. Any, a, a good, clear picture of the full coronavirus, the ball with the yep.
0: spikes. Yep, it's on. That's important.
1: Those spikes are what's important. That's how the virus gets its name, corona. That's crown is like the spikes emanating from the sun. The corona spikes emanating from the sun. Those spikes is what was the focus of these evil scientists manipulating those spikes because the spike determines what host the virus can infect. Mm. By manipulating those spikes, you can change the host of the virus. And so the, the bat coronavirus, it only existed in bats, but it didn't make bats sick and it did not transmit to humans and make humans sick unless you manipulate that spike. You do something to that spike to make it capable of infecting human cells and that is what was done. First with SARS in 2002, then with MERS in 2013, 14. But in 2015 now, it says, this article talks about a super powerful SARS 2.0. So it describes the creation in 2015 at a U.S. government funded laboratory at the University of Carolina, Chapel Hill a lab headed by Dr. Ralph Barrett. In that lab in 2015, this what they're describing as a super powerful SARS 2.0 was created among the scientists that worked on this artificial creation of this super powerful SARS 2.0. Among the scientists was the head of the lab, Dr. Ralph Barrett, but also two scientists from the Wuhan Virology Laboratory. The Wuhan Virology Laboratory is the bioweapons laboratory in Wuhan where the novel coronavirus broke out. Two of the scientists from the Wuhan Virology Laboratory in 2015 collaborated with US scientists at the University of Carolina Chapel Hill in creating what is described as a super powerful SARS 2.0. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, who we see every day at the White House briefing, he financed the creation of this super powerful SARS 2.0. Wow. Now, why is that relevant? So let's go to 2020. So in 2015... In the laboratory here in the U.S. With scientists, U.S. scientists, Ralph Barrett, in collaboration with Chinese scientists from the Wuhan Virology Laboratory, they created a super-powerful SARS 2.0. And the creation of that super-powerful SARS 2.0 was financed by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Well, Brother Ben, what happened? Happened to that super powerful SARS 2.0 that was created with government money in 2015? Well, we go to the second, the March 2020 document. What is this? This is a document, one of the writers of which is that same Ralph Barrett, who hid it the laboratory that created the super powerful SARS 2.0, in this March 2020 article, he is part of a committee that is responsible for renaming the novel coronavirus because when we first heard about this coronavirus we are dealing with right now, it was called novel coronavirus. And then the World Health Organization gave it the official name of 2019-NCOV, meaning Novel Coronavirus 2019. That is not the name of this virus anymore, Brother Ben. Do you know what the official name of this virus that is ravaging the world? Do you know what the official name of it is now? No, sir. sars C-O-V-2 This is the SARS 2.0 The SARS 2.0 That was made in the lab Hitted by Ralph Barrick. Ralph Barrick is part of the committee In 2020 That renamed the current COVID virus SARS 2.0 So the virus that we are dealing with right now, it's a real virus. The prototype of it was created in 2015. You say, well, what about 5G? And I will end here and and open it. What about 5G? Isn't it the case that in Wuhan, at around the same time that the novel coronavirus was outbreaking in Wuhan, Wuhan turned on its 5G towers? Yeah. Isn't Brother Wesley 5G Towers a a threat to black people? They probably are. Remember, in my lecture, my last lecture at Mas Mariam, my lecture entitled, How Allah God Makes a New Human Being, I spoke about the haunted hood how our enemies have weaponized the sonic landscape of the ghetto, how our communities are bombarded with electromagnetic frequencies. And this produces all of these physiological effects, detrimental physiological effects on black people. The raising of 5G towers certainly is part of that creation of the haunted hood that we documented. We documented that in our new book. So nobody is denying the threat that 5G towers and that level of electromagnetic radiation, the harm, the potential harm it causes on human physiology, and nobody is denying that the government has every interest in flooding the black communities with weaponized electromagnetism. Yes, that is true, but that is not, it is not true that that is real and the coronavirus is not real. It is not true that electromagnetism has been weaponized by by our enemy, against black people. But the COVID-19 virus has not been weaponized against black people. It, It is not the case, and it makes no sense, those who say there is no virus, this is all a ploy in order for, to get us to take the vaccine. They do want us to be victimized by the vaccine that they are preparing. But my question to those particular conspiracy theorists is, what makes you think the enemy will weaponize a vaccine, but won't weaponize the virus? Mm. That makes no sense. Why is a weaponized vaccine real, but a weaponized virus ain't real? That makes no sense. The fact of the matter is the virus is real and has been weaponized. And no doubt they intend to, while there's great documentation that China, the U.S., and Israel has the bona fide vaccine for SARS-CoV-2? What Bill Gates and the and Dr. Anthony Fauci and the U.S. government will roll out and attempt to mandate on the general population? We have every reason to be suspicious that that ain't that. Ain't that that the vaccine that Israel used to inoculate its people would not be the vaccine mandated for us. So I would end there for right now.
0: Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com You actually ended off with with, with some of the questions that they was asking about the whole Bill Gates. They was asking, do you think that that's what this is about, about them forcing the vaccines um, on us and should we be taking this vaccine?
1: So Bill Gates is one of several competing interests in this saga, And it's important to make that point. What is unfolding before our eyes is different groups of people with different agendas trying to get their hands on this thing, trying to use it to their advantage. We think everybody who we see on TV have the same interest. Let me remind, let me illustrate how wrong that is. Speaking of Bill Gates. And it's important that we understand the competing interests that's involved here. Because I I, I read some comment, it may have been on your page or somebody's page, talking about a Donald Trump, Bill Gates plot. Nothing could be further from the truth. to join Bill Gates and Donald Trump in this plot illustrates you don't understand what you're looking at. Why did I say that? Bill Gates. Do you remember when Donald Trump was campaigning? Uh, He... Let it be known he was against vaccinations. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I listened to the audio the other day. Yep.
1: And when he was elected, I
0: think we lost him.
1: that commission.
0: Okay, go go back. Robert
1: Kennedy Jr.
0: You had paused out a little bit. Go back to when you said when he was elected.
1: Very important. When President, when Donald Trump was first elected as president, one of the very first things he did was establish a commission to study the safety of vaccines. He put as head of that commission. Robert Kennedy Jr, who we know has been helping us to see the dangers of vaccines. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is a bona fide anti-vaxxer, to his credit. Did you know that Donald Trump and Bill Gates are not allies? and that Bill Gates said when he first met Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, and Bill Gates, he's made it clear he don't like Donald Trump for obvious reasons, and Bill Gates tells us when he first met President Donald Trump and Donald Trump told him about his plan to establish a commission hit it by Robert Kennedy Jr. to study the safety of vaccines, Bill Gates told him, don't do that. That's a dead end. Hmm. Bill Gates and Donald Trump are on opposite ends of the vaccine question. And you see that conflict conflict played out in the conflict between President Trump and Dr. Fauci because Dr. Fauci is an ally of Bill Gates. Dr. Deborah Burks is a he's a victim of the deep state. The deep state is real, and the deep state is responsible for this, not Donald Trump. And so he's trying to capitalize off it, trying to use it to his advantage. But those who are responsible for it, among the things they intended to do, it looks like, would sink him. Bill Gates being one of them. So there's all of these competing interests that we're witnessing. People trying to get their hands on it. The Canadians, and I, I'm gonna end on this on this note. Well, no, I, I will end on, on, on that note to say that yes, Bill Gates is deeply invested He financed much of the research that went into the creation of a super flu and the creation of a super coronavirus. He, along with the U.S. Army, were the main financiers, uh, and, and Dr. Fauci, through the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, they were the main financiers of the scientific process that resulted in this virus so yes he's deeply invested in it the private sector china and those invested in 5G the 5G did not produce the virus 5G has effects of weakening the immune system that exacerbates the effects of the virus yes So, yes, Bill Gates is absolutely, deeply invested in what we are witnessing.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, We have somebody that, as you mentioned your last lecture, they're trying to figure out what's the title of that last lecture so they can check it out.
1: The last lecture is titled How Allah, God, Makes a New Human Being. It's on my... um, youtube page and we will be streaming it live from my facebook page probably in the next couple of days so stay tuned
0: okay um and lastly uh because we know this is a preview so uh for everybody who's just watching this is only a preview of the report um so he will be releasing more later i want you to leave us dr wesley with um where is allah's hand in this and what mindset should we have Because so many people feel like This is the, the end of like The entire world Not just the white man's world But they feel like we're all finna die The world's about to end We're all about to just go What, what mindset should we be in at this time Okay
1: so That's great So allow me Where is Allah's hand in this That's very important Allow me to offer what is admittedly my speculation, because that's all it can be, but all of this makes me to say this. This is what I think, this is what, all of this leads me to believe happened and is happening in which we're documenting in our report. It appears that the deep, the so-called deep state that Trump has been at war with since his presidency And that has been at war with him. It appears that for their own reasons, elements of the deep state. I believe unbeknownst to him, President Trump. For reasons I believe unbeknownst to him. These elements released this weaponized coronavirus in America's main geopolitical enemies at the time. China, Iran, and Italy too, but I can't figure out why Italy. But understand that China, Iran, and Italy erupted at the same time, but it was three different viruses, three different forms of the virus. What hit Iran was not the same coronavirus that hit China, Mm. though it hit Iran at the exact same time it hit China. The coronavirus that hit Italy was distinct from the other two, but the three hotspots erupted simultaneously another three viruses the most deadly was a virus that struck iran and so the last that i saw every 10 minutes in iran there's a covid-19 death every 10 minutes Iran was hit with the most vicious form of the viruses, but somebody, my suspicions, is elements of the so-called deep state here. This is my speculation based on all of this. This is what I will present in my report. Elements of the deep state, I don't believe Trump was in on this. They released, for their reasons, released it against China, Iran, and Italy. I'm sure thinking they can contain it. Because when they released SARS, they were able to contain SARS, so it didn't become a global pandemic. When they released Ebola in Africa, they were able to contain Ebola in Africa, so it didn't become a global pandemic. And when a mistake was made and Ebola was infecting Westerners Mm. here in America, They pulled out their secret Ebola vaccine because they never create the virus without creating the vaccine. So they were able to pull out their secret vaccine and heal the American and Western doctors while Ebola continued to ravage West Africa. But they they were able to contain Ebola. When Mears broke out. In the Middle East. They were able to contain it. So none of these became a global pandemic. I suspect that those who released. This virus on the main geopolitical enemies. Of Israel and the US. China and Iran. I suspect they thought they can contain it. But. Where do I see God's hand in it? They were unable to contain it like they thought. And so America is being shut down by this virus. America, even though they practiced this situation for over 20 years, yet America was caught unable to deal with what they likely set loose. So America is being brought to her knees. Hmm. I also see this. And you can bring up the last image. Also see this, Brother Ben. When, by all the reports, the initial blowback not just affected mainly white people, and it did. White people of the white elite. One report I read, not just the white elite that are contracting the virus, and that wasn't planned for, I don't think, but the economic devastation was first felt by the the elite. The shutdown eliminated in its initial stages, eliminated 500,000 millionaires from the millionaire roster. Meaning in 2019, 500,000 millionaires that existed in 2019, they are no longer millionaires Mm. because of the financial fallout of the coronavirus shutdown. So America is being brought to her knees. By this virus she did not intend that I'm sure But The Quran says And the Jews Planning Allah plans And Allah Is the best of plans But you say But brother Wesley Had not you been Posting About how The reports About how all these black people Are dying Yes I have And that's real Well brother Wesley Do you not concede that The numbers are padded Are inflated Are you not aware Brother Wesley that The government admitted Labeling As a COVID death Deaths that have no relation to COVID-19? Absolutely, I'm aware. That is part of some folks' agenda. Use the hysteria to execute, to achieve their ends. For example, a total militarization of the state, a total martial law and technological, digital militarization of the state. Yes, I'm aware of all of that, but I know this. I'm here in Chicago. Before Chicago was put on lockdown, state mandated shelter in place. We did not have big numbers here. But it was reported on the local news that the McCormick Place, the big arena here that we often have our Savior's Day, at the McCormick Place here in Chicago. Before Chicago was doing big numbers, they reported that the McCormick Place had agreed to convert to a COVID-19 hospital. Mm. I said, whoa, why would the McCormick place think it needs to convert to a COVID-19 has- triage? Because Chicago wasn't dying like that. It's because chi- Chicago and then the reports came Dr. Deborah Burks announced, follow this, announced that Chicago and Detroit will be, not are, will be the new hotspots of this virus. And sure enough, not long after that pronouncement, not prediction, declaration. Chicago and Detroit started being ravaged by COVID-19. Dr. Burks just announced a couple days ago that the new hotspots are going to be Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, and Baltimore. And one of their health persons, I forget, said, well, no, we don't have a problem right now. What Dr. Burch was declaring is that you are about to have a problem, Philly. Mm. You are about to have a problem, Washington, D.C., and Baltimore, just like she pronounced Chicago and Detroit will have a problem before we had a problem. Dr. Burke sits on the board of Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation board. Wow. And so, why do I what point am I making with this? So I close with that last article where the government to report acknowledges that what they call a white supremacists have deliberately weaponized The coronavirus, according to this federal report, white supremacists have decided that when they contract, when white folks contract the virus, they will deliberately spread it in black neighborhoods by going to black neighborhoods, hanging out and coughing all over the place. This is the report Mm. that these white supremacists are admitting to going to stores and putting their saliva on elevator buttons, putting their infected saliva on public spaces. Now, the white supremacists, when the federal government discusses this in a federal report, know that, don't just visualize white supremacists with mohawks neo-nazi white supremacists visualize white supremacists and white lab coats mm. and so what we are looking at is just as hiv another lab creation was first dropped in the white gay community and then deliberately migrated into the heterosexual black community the same way COVID-19 as part of the backlash was affecting all of these white people. But it appears now that there is the deliberate effort to make it a black Disease And so black people are dying. Yes, numbers are inflated because they have use of these inflated numbers. It serves certain folks' agendas. But that does not deny the fact that black people are dying at incrementally greater rates. And it is not an accident. I close there.
0: Yes, sir. Well, that's all we have. Uh, they definitely love it uh, in the comments section, and we definitely are grateful for you sharing uh, the platform with us. And I, like I said the other day, I thank you for all that research, because I honestly couldn't see myself uh, dealing with that stack that you got right there. It looked like four bonus of the final <laughs> call. So uh, we definitely yes, but- appreciate you for all of your hard work and your sentiments on not being one who uh, just goes out and blurt. Their personal opinion. Uh, I've been it's, getting a little backlash. People been telling me I need to be talking about 5G. And almost every day on my live, I've been like, hey, self-improvement is what I know of mindset. You know, I'm right. not finna tell y'all that nothing about right. no 5G virus, and I don't know nothing about it. And so the sentiments that he that shared is, right. is the same sentiments that I share for those who have been watching me. For the past weeks You know if I don't know I don't know And uh, I know that a lot of people take
1: That is commendable brother Ben That is responsible Yes sir That being a Muslim Because our first Religious instruction is actual facts Without actual facts Don't speak
0: Yes sir So
1: thank you for your responsibility We don't need to Add to the confusion Now I just end on this note It ain't about the devil God is in control The Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan Has told us that in this Hour, the hour of the dawn Satan is going to do What he does But he can't do anything On God's time except God permits and God has use of Satan. So we cannot even though it says see refuge in Allah from the evil that he has created. He creates from the hand of evil men, but we all have to humble ourselves. It's not just America that is to humble themselves. This is my last point. It's not just America. The minister's say this they address, Brother Ben, was the, the unraveling of a great nation. He said to us that the great nation that he's referencing is to mm. is the U.S. USA and it's the nation of Islam. The unraveling Of a great nation. It is not just that America needs to humble herself before this pandemic. Black people, we need to humble ourselves in the face of this pandemic. The nate, we Muslims need to humble ourselves in the face of this pandemic. Because this is real, but God is more real than a pandemic. And so if we seek refuge in him, not a spook God, but the God that came to save black people and gave us a way out, gave us instructions to follow that can prolong our life on this earth, even through the pandemic then we will see that Allah is God and besides him, there is none. That is our, the chance we have, brother Ben, is in the God that came to sit down this devil and to save us from him.
0: Yes, sir. Well, I thank you, brother, for joining us uh, on the podcast. I look forward to uh, hearing your updates and all of the information that you'll be bringing out in the future. Thank you. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. As-salamu As-salamu man, that was a great interview, man. I appreciate everybody for sharing. I appreciate everybody for commenting. If you all would like to support the show, you can donate via cash app, dollar sign, brother Ben X. I definitely want to be able to bring the brother back on in the future. He released a lot of information that I didn't honestly expect him to release So I got so much to chop up and share with the Instagram family and others, man. So please just share this with your family and friends. And as he said, man, seek refuge in Allah and continue to listen to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's student minister, Minister Ishmael Muhammad, because he has been constantly bringing us guidance from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as well. Make sure that we are prepared uh, with food. Make sure that we are prepared with our disaster preparedness kits If we can afford that, if we can get that, and uh, let's continue to stay strong and stay positive. And remember, man, God is all wise. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talked about why God made devil. And I'm going to go into that a little bit later. I'm probably going to live stream why God made devil, because I know there's so many of us right now thinking, why would he permit these things? We know that Allah has an active will and a permissive will, and we can't look from our limited Perspective. We got to look from God's perspective, like Moses and the wise man. We may not have the comprehensive knowledge, but if we have faith, the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan in closing the gap said knowledge alone will not be enough for us to have patience. I'm going to say that again. He says knowledge alone will not be enough for us to have patience. We must have love and faith in God, and that will grant us the patience that we need to get through to the other side. So, with that being said, I thank all of you for listening, man. Y'all have a blacktastic night. Assalamu alaikum. Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system, yes, I said it build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268 page textbook. Yes. Textbook. That's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system with your family. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it inside of this. Go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, And we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say buy the credit, say buy the debt, I'm going to show you how to do it with our Private Banking Blueprint. See you there, privatebankingblueprint.com.